0: Off a break. Chamomile and four thieves, porcelain bouquet. Get a rock to my like amoeba. I'm trying to land it on a crumpet, ladle full of loose leaf sieve through a bubble, the potency supposedly going will let you see double soon as we up the degrees to the gumbo, tuxedo t-shirt taped to his blue jeans, type little snake each and every last heard out your poutine, probably gotta screw loose in his moonbeam, dock screens lock him up and confiscate his shoestrings home remedies and radiant mood ring keep the kid vigilant till after the loop ends, the stupendous two bit lieutenant, influence over kingpins and their minions Cool tight is Duncan Lear and Tintin Tight like a pair of dungareeds with the slim limbs Cover me in linens in both sense. Woke up in cold sweats at the edge of a pro step or slow death, let me guess Crack Oh!
1: <laughs> Great job.
2: Thanks. Thanks. Uh, for those of you just joining us, because this is the beginning and that's where joining happens, uh, that was a little snippet of Three Times Dope by our special guest, uh, your favorite, Dapper's favorite rapper, Moses Rockwell. <laughs> Moses, say hi to the folks at home. Hello. Uh, so we promised you we'd be getting guests because you were sick and tired of hearing uh, the Miss Carl and the Mr. Jenna. <laughs> Ooh. And uh, we're, we're gender fluid politics up in this j- Yeah. Uh, you said no politics. No, no. no But today we finally got a guest and I guess that I feel will unleash probably uh, an era of brilliant guests talking about brilliant shit with lesser of brilliance on my end.
1: I mean, that's assuming that you have had any sort of brilliance <laughs> so far on the podcast. Still waiting. Still waiting. <laughs> having passion.
2: <cash> <laughs> Moses, welcome. Thank you. How are you today? Oh, I'm. Um- Barely keeping it together. Really? <laughs> no, I'm totally fine. <laughs>
1: me,
3: you seem very well.
2: Uh, we were just—we were actually talking before we got on the podcast about uh, what it's like to basically be an indie rapper and like not oversaturating the market. So
1: wait, wait, wait. Before we get into like the hardcore <laughs> stuff about the making of the things, tell us a little bit about how you started to, to get to where you are.
0: Uh, what's the spark, homie? Yeah. I just remember being a kid and there was like rap and in all the Disney movies I was watching. So, like, and I mean, those were, like, the first movies I'd ever seen. So, like, right. I just, like, right away, I was like, oh, this is what you're supposed to do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you were just raps. like, I really appreciate that the Goofy movie has far side on the soundtrack in Today's the Day. Like,
0: quite literally. I, I Was, was like, that it? Yeah, I was just like, oh, that's, that's just what you're supposed to do if you're, like, a creative person. That's right. funny, <laughs>
1: though, because Disney movies were my first mar- movies, too, and now all I want to write are, like, Fairy tales, but in a very creepy
0: way. Sure.
1: I feel like Disney and and cartoons and like when you're growing up has a huge impact on... Am
2: I the only one that wasn't impacted by Disney movies?
1: Yeah, because you were too busy reading comics.
2: There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. I will stake my claim on that. Um, So you were watching a bunch of Disney movies and learning your hustle? Yeah. And you started
1: writing your own music and stuff, your own Mm -hmm. lyrics?
0: Yeah, I probably wrote raps first when I was like eight or nine. And um, then what were you doing? 28 race. now, like That's making awesome. making little beats on a Casio
2: keyboard. Yes, I did that I shit too. <laughs> <laughs> well, so they...
1: you guys knew what you wanted to do from when you were kids. Kind sort of sorta, yeah. Okay, absolutely. I'm so jealous.
3: <laughs> yeah, I you're did, you're a late
1: bloomer. I didn't start one. writing until I was 26.
0: It's never too late. It's never too late. I mean,
1: I'm almost, I got one foot in the old folks' home, but it's never too late. (laughs) Well,
0: just think how much smarter you are in your mid-20s.
1: I had so much life experience. Don't let
0: her fool you. She's not as smart as she says she is. I mean, I'm already running out of things to write songs about, so. (laughs) (laughs) I beg to differ because
2: I've been, uh, full disclosure, uh, I actually only just met Moses like uh, literally a month or so ago, Mm -hmm. but I've been following you for Christ, a couple years now i was in a record store uh, record archive for you know the rock listeners and uh they were playing the nervous wreck dp in the store oh really and i asked the dude at the counter i'm like who the fuck is this <laughs> like this dude is actually good and he's like oh he's a local boy and i was like oh no shit really <laughs> there's there's like a rap scene around here." a local boy yeah Local <laughs> boy.
0: he's a local lad
2: and i yeah he's a fine upstanding gentleman contributing to society with raps Um, I, I listened to that thing front to back and you how old were you when you did that? 20. You were only 20 when you did Mm -hmm. that. Yo, if I was making shit that
0: good at 20. I can't listen to that record.
1: I I feel like that happens with all people that create stuff. You go back to stuff you made five, six years ago and you're like, burn it Yeah, all to the ground. Now
2: is that one of those things though, the second you're done with it, you're like, I never want to see it again.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I haven't made anything yet that I can like revisit and feel good about it. At all, never. Like even the most new stuff, like the stuff with the,
2: like the jazz trio and so on.
0: Yeah, like I mean they're okay, but I'm not like riding around listening to it. Uh, never. <laughs> You're not bumping your own
2: no. shit. God, who is this? It's me.
0: <laughs> I would actually be that hype guy.
2: Like, did you were...
1: did you did you hear me? Did
3: you
0: just hear
1: me? Yeah.
2: Um, that's I. One of the things that I always kind of, upon meeting you, was surprised about. Like, you don't have like that typical like internet rapper persona at all oh god you you are so modest (laughs) like you truly live up to the name moses in this regard you are so hey how are you yes but that's
1: what we were talking about when we first hopped on the podcast was promotion and And having an internet persona you just don't do any of that
0: i mean i do i feel like i do just enough for to keep people aware but like because i'm as much as a consumer as i am a creator and like I don't want to be bombarded with someone's like, yeah, with what show you have coming up. Like, (laughs) you're like, I'm obviously gonna be (laughs) right. right, right. (laughs) And it it kind of comes off as desperate, I think, when Uh you're like doing like overdoing the self promotion thing. Uh It's like the dudes that are just like, here's my thing, hashtag this, hashtag that, hashtag volleyballs, hashtag fun in the sun, (laughs) hashtag these times. (laughs) Well, know, I feel like if it's if it's good and if it's of high quality, you 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 know you're not gonna be that desperate for people to come to it and like it'll
3: it'll it'll reach ourself. them yeah
0: i don't i don't want to get ahead of
2: you or anything like that but mm-hmm. i feel like that's the true sign of a, a passionate creator is just realizing like all you got to do is put out solid quality work and people will come to it right and even though you don't want to listen to your stuff you do stand behind you what you've done oh sure like the dweeb supreme stuff is great
0: oh thanks man <laughs> i know
2: i seriously it's I bump that more than I bump, like, legit mainstream hip-hop stuff. I
0: appreciate that.
2: Um, for those of you at home... I mean, I think you're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you at home, you shouldn't listen to this modest son of a gun, because he's actually legit. Uh, you should check out his band camp, uh, and everything he does is pretty much the illest. Um, so so what, uh, what does your normal, like, writing process look like? Do you actually work from just, like, beats that you've already got figured out, or do you have... I know I've seen you with like notebooks and
0: like an iPad and stuff around. So you just like write flows down when they come to you, or what? Kinda like I'll I'll write down little like ideas throughout the day in my phone or on like a piece of paper or whatever. But like, it's really hard to piece together piece piece together a song um, without having music in front of me. Right, right. Um, so normally I will like kind of have like like a general idea of where I want this thing that I wrote down to go, and then I'll. Uh, like, I'll sit down with music and try to, like, make it make sense. Right. Uh-huh. You find yourself piecemealing a lot. Like, little scraps of paper here. Oh, and there. yeah, absolutely. I'm not Especially if I'm feeling lazy. <laughs> 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 I yeah. don't
2: see you as lazy for one second. Like, maybe chill AF, but not lazy. <laughs> I don't know about that.
0: Uh, I mean, it's hard to get motivated sometimes. So, if you have, like, a book bag full of, like receipt tape with like dumb things on it like there's got to be like a verse in there somewhere is that where the term backpack wrapper comes from maybe holy (laughs) shit (laughs) i'm connecting
3: (laughs) dots right now
1: i definitely have my bag right now because when i'm at work i'll have ideas for whatever it's got it's got probably a post-it note pads worth of scraps of ideas written on ripped off things of paper for sure you're
2: running like, around with your unabomber bag of like ideas
1: yeah <laughs> and it's all they're on like crumpled now and half ripped and i can't read half of them and i'm sure they were not good to begin with but yeah, it's the a worst really is, good, is when you I...
2: find it too oh like out of context you're just like the seat of your car you're like
1: can you rip whatever. someone's jaw off with a claw hammer? Yo, you want to talk
2: about scary, never look at her browser history, because she primarily <laughs> writes horror movies. Oh, sweet. And it is
0: some of the scariest shit she's ever looked up.
1: Can you decapitate someone with a car trunk? Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah you so. can. Um, but It's really good to do that, though, because like I, for some reason, just because of work and being busy all the time, got into a bad habit of of not writing things down as soon yeah. as they come to me and I'll forget it. Yeah. And I'll sit around thinking like, what is that that idea I had? I know it was brilliant.
1: Do you wake up and, in the middle of the night with ideas?
0: Yeah, but like I'm trying to like get back into the... I, I'll usually ignore it. I So it's Sleep it's, time it's, is sleep time. I don't have to have ideas right, right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's always... When you don't want
2: it, it comes to you though. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that.
1: What do you find is... Or is it all the same? Because I... Um, I am not good at like I love music and I liked playing music when I did play music but like I don't my brain doesn't know how to construct songs mm-hmm. like does do the beats come easier to you or the lyrics or does it all happen at one time or like do you have the lyrics first and then the music or do you have the music and then you fit the lyrics to it
0: usually usually if if I have like the music that's kind of like I'll know what direction to go into and whatever like mood it gives or yeah. how it's structured like rhythmically and but I'm not really good at making entire songs that's why a lot of my like rap songs don't have choruses in them I just like to write raps and you're just waiting for Ursher to get on that shit. <laughs> 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 you need to come in here and have him
2: serenade the ladies for like two or three bars.
0: Yeah, like I feel like that's not my job. I don't. What do I need to write choruses for? You
2: know, if you ever need a sticky chorus, just let me know. Perfect. I'll, I'll <laughs> lay down that white boy jams like
1: Hall & style. It'll be no problem. Oh, man. Speaking oh. of jams, just you wait for my trifecta song. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna to the slow jams in the car like you would not believe.
2: Well, that's pretty dope. Yeah. I, uh... I guess I always I, I listen to your shit and it's clever. Oh, God. and I like I like the the way that you connect dots because it's a very I don't want to you know blow you or anything like that. But
1: well, I mean I, that's graphic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We've got an advisory label on the podcast. It's fine, but like there is a way that you are very clever without being cheeky. Sure, and it's I think a lot of that just comes from you and like your interest because you're not. Like you're into hip hop, but you are so much more of like an anthropological hip hop fan where like you're a crate digger by nature. sure. Like you're into like the older shit and you kind of backtrack and the, even with your jazz samples and stuff like that. I feel like is that intentional, or is that just the way you
0: gravitate towards like your subjects and stuff? I don't know. like m- usually the things I write about come from like like movies I've watched or books I've read or like I watch a, and listen to a lot of comedy and i, I kind of think maybe that's where a lot of those ideas come from i was going to say cuz you come off as snarky half the time like in a good way and i like that's why i gravitate <laughs> well, towards you i mean it. most rap is like tough yeah and i i just can't do that no I, I was, one wants to hear that from me and, I was and it say, wouldn't be genuine so
2: cuz you're a pretty chill guy but like your stuff is not like meeting you it's not like there's any posturing going on like in the Nervous wreck DP, you were very much just like, I'm a kid rapping, here's my thing, and like, uh, but yet you're blown it, away, you're like, the other people on tracks, because
0: you're just like, whatever. I think it's more tricky to like, make rap songs that are like, self-deprecating and, and silly, like it's probably easier to just like, be like, hey, I'm super cool, and here's a bunch of reasons why. Like it's, I'm more up for the challenge, I suppose, I don't know. I, I do a appreciate of, yeah, that. Yeah, As,
1: again, somebody who's not really a connoisseur, but like, listens to the radio and, and hears all of this stuff like a lot of rap is very just like you said bragging or here's everything that I have and here's all of my ladies yeah really hyper masculine posture please, please
2: be
0: as impressed with
2: me as I am of myself right <laughs> <laughs> That's yes like every, every... That, well that might be the difference between like an average rap song and like a Moses Rockwell song where it's like I will actually say please be impressed with my <laughs> <laughs> and like somehow bring that back to like Tales from the Crypt <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Which I appreciated in uh, Three Times Dope.
1: But I can see you gravitating toward that as well because there, something that I lack in my creative output is humor. Like I just never really go for the joke. It doesn't occur to me, although I love to watch comedy, whereas a lot of your stuff has humor or snark or a level of levity, shall we say. <laughs> we shall say. That um, my brain doesn't go to, so it's always fun for me to kind of find stuff like that.
2: I, I don't take that much
0: seriously. Are you that way? I kind of feel like you might be on the same kind of, way. Kind of, sort of. Like I, like, I like my, like, comic books to be really serious and dark and horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well,
2: escapism,
0: yeah. Yeah,
3: absolutely.
0: I I always have, like, a tongue-in-cheek, like, eh? Mm-hmm. You get this shit? Uh-huh. Well, you know what I think? the When I get, like, super inspired and motivated to make shit is when I, like read or hear things that make me think, like, oh, wow, I would have never thought of that. Mm. Or, like, you know, and that's when I get really excited to
3: mm-hmm.
0: to do stuff. The tipping point.
2: Sure. We're just kind of like, oh, yeah. Like, the new perspective. The second you see something that is kind of brand new to, especially with what you do, um, an alternative way of looking.
1: Ooh, I have a question.
2: Sure. Well, please. Okay.
1: When you um hear something or read something or see something but especially hear something because you're in a musical field that just blows you away is so good and just amazing does it make you does it bring you down for a second or does it inspire you like are you like oh i'm never gonna be that I think,
0: good oh i'm a piece of shit yeah same. <laughs> immediately and it lingers for a real long time
1: yeah Okay, good. Cause, me too.
0: Because you kind of have to like measure your own stuff to like something that you think is great. Uh-huh. Just think like no matter how hard I work on this, it's still not going to be as good as this. <laughs> so you do get comparative.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I was talking to a friend of mine
2: today about how like I think if you're a creative person, you naturally have like this predisposed notion to compare yourself to everybody else in the field, no matter where they rank. Like if they're an amateur, or, you know, 30-year veteran, you're always going to be like, how
0: did they do it compared to me? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'll have, like, there's, like, kids that are, I'm, like, trying to teach them how to write songs. Right. And they'll, like, hey, here's this thing I come up with. And I'm just like, oh, fuck this kid. <laughs> <laughs> how did that
2: young whippersnapper get that
0: shit? Like, oh,
1: I'm never, I'm never
0: going to make it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Exactly. Oh,
1: my God. I feel the exact same way. Like, I always, I always want to say that, like, I'm this magnanimous, like, oh, there's enough success out there for everyone. Meanwhile, in the back of my head, I'm like, fuck you. I've seen
2: her
0: pace quite a
2: bit over that (laughs) one, actually.
0: (laughs) Because sometimes it feels like a race.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
2: I think that uh, it's got to be very challenging to anyone, especially just entering a creative field now, with everything being so in your face all the time. To separate like this is what I'm doing as opposed to everybody else because it's not just you doing that thing anymore it's you and everyone else yeah and
1: it's readily available like the playing field is even it's no longer just like record labels putting out music for you to listen to it's like you hop on the internet you can get anything anytime anywhere yeah same with like now there's web comics you know now there's youtube and kids making short films and it's just like there's no longer one or two venues for you to get your entertainment okay. yeah yeah It can be anyone at any skill level on any platform. And, like, I think that's a good thing for democratization, but also a bad thing for just getting drowned out in the noise.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like, the big thing, when I first started, like, putting albums out or mixtapes or whatever you want to call them, um, it was reach out to the blogs. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. you get up on the blogs. And, you know, that would be, like, a big get but it would also get like washed out in like 2 days. Yeah. And you're you've, you're gone forever yeah. until you yeah. do another thing. Yeah. And like and I mean that was like 10 years ago. Yeah. It's it's even crazier now. I couldn't imagine start starting out doing anything crazy. You have to be right shameless.
1: Now. You have to yeah. just be like
0: You'd have to bite the bullet and do the thing that you don't want to do. Exactly. And yeah. Cram it down everybody's
2: throat all mm-hmm. the time. I feel like I have to do that now
1: absolutely like
2: just with making stuff i'm just like here is the page that i'm working on here's the thing that i did last week here's the yeah. thing i'm gonna do next week it's like please see me
1: it's a 24-hour news cycle so 50 50 minutes after you put up your story it's already been pushed to the bottom of the page
2: exactly
1: and like you're 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 lost in the shuffle so and we were talking about how a lot of creators tend to be introverts like you i don't know about you guys but i can't create stuff when there's a lot of shit going on around me. Like, I have to kind of retreat into either the music or nothing and make shit up. And, like, having to deal with the noise of self-promotion and of shouting at people that you I'm good enough for you to pay attention to me, like, it's really hard.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm still learning.
1: Uh, I was, I, I was you're told, pretty good at I it. I was
2: told that I have my self-promotion on lock, you're so. You're pretty
1: good at it.
0: Yeah, um, so you you can turn it on. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, if I had my druthers, I wouldn't be on any of it. <laughs> like, just just come to me. I'm I'm sick of that. But I, it is a necessary
0: evil. And
2: so, know.
1: what do you do when you come out with something new? Like, what's your? Do you have a strategy? Do you have a plan? Or are you just kind gonna...
0: of? Well, I've kind of got like a mailing list, okay. I suppose, and I, I I normally put things on Bandcamp, mm-hmm. and like I guess I just learned this recently. <laughs> but if you if you um. Pay for any music on Bandcamp; it automatically adds you to the to the mailing list. So anytime I put anything up there, all of those people get an email. Okay. Which you know, go me. I had no yeah, idea. No yeah. <laughs> <That's laughs> <the> word <laughs> involved. <laughs> it's the best kind, and it's actually quite easy to get your stuff on. Uh, spotify itunes and all of those things you just um you could go through like a thing called cd baby there's a thing called TuneCore, and I they just CD baby. they just sort of put it up on there for you mm-hmm. um i'm on itunes just because we're on stereo or we
3: started or... on soundcloud 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 yeah. oh great
0: yeah. so and, you know you can subscribe I you're welcome, welcome. absolutely <laughs> <laughs> I, I i was too embarrassed to ask for the name because i just the sultry tones
2: of our voice. Just, look, if you don't know the name, it means I'm not marketing well enough. So your
1: promotion is very much automated, self-automated, like it's already happening without you kind of knowing it.
0: Well, I do the email blasts okay. too. Um, and I've actually been toying with the idea of um, maybe hiring some kind of a publicist. Yeah, yeah. I, I know nothing about it, but when I, I'm working on a thing now and I definitely wanted to do something I haven't done yet uh-huh. when this comes out because, you know, I'm getting old. Oh. I don't want to keep... Making, wee baby making uh, <laughs> making stuff for nobody to hear. You know? You're
1: still a spring chicken,
0: <laughs> but I mean, wouldn't it be great if you could just do your job and then have someone else do all that shit for you? I yes. mean, like
1: realistically, that, that's
0: how it should be. That's yeah. what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> I um...
0: trust me, we wouldn't have a
2: podcast if it wasn't for that. Like, trust me, she should be writing screenplays and novels and all that. I should be making I... comics and all that. We shouldn't be talking about making it.
1: I gotta tell you, I just wrote I just finished a book and the pros the daunting prospect of like the promotion and the the ads you have to run and the groups you have to join and the emails you have to send out I think that might actually be harder than creating a novel
3: <laughs> Oh heck yeah. yeah
1: Like it actually gives me the cold sweats like I thought about it today and I got so overwhelmed that I had to physically go into another room and just like <laughs> collect myself but because um, you're
2: shilling yourself it's... You're not only putting yourself out there, you're putting yourself out there and making sure that people actually are paying attention.
1: And then hoping it's not shit.
2: I doubt it's shit.
1: Borderline shit. But I'm just saying like... <laughs> shit adjacent. I, I feel like the, the promotion and the uh, the talking about yourself, it's something that in this day and age you have to get comfortable with, but at the same time, I feel like that's the toughest part. I'd rather just sit in a room and create something all day.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like... I, well, I think most creative people are super introverted and socially yeah. awkward,
1: and <laughs> must just bad
0: speaking. <laughs> oh, you're an anomaly.
1: I, yeah, I, I, you are. You're like a little baby ray of sunshine, and everyone else just wants to sit underneath their cloud and make stuff.
2: Yeah, when you first met me, you you told me that I had that like gravitas when I enter a room, and yeah. I was like,
1: what? True story. I was trying to make myself as small as possible in the corner of a room when he met me, and he literally walked in and said. Could you be more antisocial? Ah. <laughs> what a what a jerk! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> most gets me. <laughs>
0: Sashing with my clippy cloppy boots.
1: Yeah, you were, you definitely had a, something going on. I was a rock star. But you
0: know, that's not a bad like pickup. Or, he didn't uh, even say hello. Icebreaker. <gasps> I mean, yeah. I, I knew who I was meeting.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I you mean, had, I, you, you
0: had some some of that probably first. No, no. I was stone sober. So was a goose. I signed the
2: lease to one of my first apartments, and I was just like, now I'm going to go meet this girl. I'm feeling like a billion bucks. Yeah, I'm feeling <laughs> like $5.75 a month plus utility. It's time to go. Um... But yeah, I I guess most creatives are introverts. I'm not familiar with this as a concept, so I'm glad that you guys are enlightening me.
1: (laughs) So you said you're working on something new. Is it, uh, like, can you say? Is it a full-length album? Is it a song? Yeah,
0: um, I'm trying to, like, produce my own record, like, from just the ground up, the beats, and um, recording it all by myself. It's called Subterranean Sweatpants. I love it so much. (laughs) And you know what? Most of the songs so far are just about being an introvert and, like, Mm -hmm. a recluse and... Being bad at socializing and those kinds of things. I just wanted to be as honest and um,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and remove all the brag from every bit of the the writing That's as one possible. Of my favorite things Con- about your stuff. Kind of like as an exercise. Like, is this possible to do? <laughs> right, 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 right.
1: Well, it certainly would be like I hate to use this word, but like a fresh take because this it's so saturated in the other direction. Do you know what I mean?
2: Sure. What are you talking about? It's just bottles in the club. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like, you know. So I love being In me. the club with the shirt on. bottle in <laughs> the club,
3: absolutely. I got you listening to
2: hip hop.
1: I like hip-hop. You
2: weren't really a hip-hop head when I first met you.
1: Listen, I only knew what they played on 98PXY.
2: <sighs> I got her listening to, like, Doomtree and POS and all that. Sweet. Yeah. And that's that's my dude. Like, I love that Minnesota vibe. Uh-huh. Um, and she was just like, yeah,
1: so I was listening to some Cecil Otter the other day. Like, <laughs> I understand you part of Doomtree. I'm like,
2: you don't know these words that are coming out of your mouth right now. <laughs> like, she's... You're
1: just saying words you've
2: heard before. <laughs> well, I remember last Christmas when the new uh, Run the Jewels came out. She was like, holy
1: shit, the new Run the Jewels came out. I'm like, what? So so you, I knew who LP was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, you've created a
2: monster. I have. I have.
0: <laughs> no, you know, those like bottles in the club songs, I couldn't do that if I tried. Yeah. So like, I mean, I, I think there's got to be some skill attached to that. You
3: Absolutely. Know? I
0: also feel, though, like the, the level of honesty that you have in your shit
2: and the playfulness. It's very, like you said, self-deprecating, but also there's a, a layer of fun. Uh-huh. That I haven't heard in hip hop since, like, we were talking about Farside. Yeah. I want to be a little bit taller. I want to be a baller. <laughs> yeah. Wish I had a girl I would call her. Like, that, that is, is missing. Was, was that CeeLo? Yeah. Uh-huh. passing
0: me by, although very similar. Uh, in so I have way to way turn way. in my card. No, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Um,. Farside was actually one of my biggest, like, super early influences cause, because of that. Like, their songs weren't like, hey, I'm super cool. It was like, why am I having such a hard time picking up girls? And <laughs> right. X, Y, and Z, so.
2: I I think the, the real, the turnabout for hip-hop for me, like, when I was a kid, because I, I was listening to hip-hop pretty young, too, was when they stopped rapping about sneakers and they started rapping about guns. Yeah. Like, that's where the turnover was. <laughs> and it was literally when I started aging and I was like, oh, wait, it's violent in the
0: streets. No, for real, like... I, I used to listen to so much like crazy, horrible, violent rap like yeah. when I was a kid yeah. and it just didn't, I didn't think about it and I'll try to revisit it like, oh wow, this like Onyx record is so, I remember liking it but so much. That, that shit me, is nasty, man. <laughs> But the one after that, like the first thing he says, I'm not even going to repeat it, but I just remember like, <laughs> like, like wow, I can't believe like this just went in one ear and out the other when I was yeah. super young. And yeah. now that I'm like an old man, it's like, I can't even get through the... Like first minute of it. It was raw, man. Dude. This is
1: going to be a terrible comparison. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more. But speaking of Disney movies, (laughs) you said, I can't believe this one ear and out the other. It was so horrible. When I was a baby, like two, three, apparently I would watch Dumbo twice a day. Really? Dumbo is a
0: horrible movie. Oh, there's a lot of like weird racist innuendos and stuff, stuff, right? Mm -hmm. His
1: mom gets taken away from him. Uh He cries a little baby elephant. It's so depressing. And my father was like, Jenna, I love you, but I wanted to smother you. (laughs) (laughs) You would watch this movie twice a day, and I tried to revisit it as an adult. And I couldn't get through half an hour because I was so upset about what I was watching. And like, as an adult, like when you're a kid, you don't think about it. You're like, oh, there's a fun cartoon on screen. Or like, oh, I'm listening to this fun beat on a hip hop record. And then you revisit and you're like,
3: this is
1: horrible.
2: (laughs) I've been having a lot of that lately. Like going back and revisiting like childhood favorites and shit like that. Um, And most of them are
0: darker than I remember. Oh, dude. I don't know why I was allowed to watch any of the things, yeah. like like The Dark Crystal. Holy shit, The Dark what Crystal. What a horrifying, it's great, but like, yeah. that, is, that shouldn't be for children. It's not a kid's movie. Did you
1: guys watch The Secret of Nim?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: It had the animals, they were getting like mowed down by farmers and shit with the oh, rat, no. his name was Nicodemus. Was it animated? Yeah. Or it was like it a Don Bluth
0: in, cartoon.
2: Don
1: Bluth, man, he was so depressing. <laughs> All dogs go to heaven, man, oh, and stuff yeah. like that.
2: Yeah, come to think of it, there was a streak of like sad emo yeah, kid movie, sad movies. baby dinosaur
1: movie, what, Land Before Time. He Super was just his mom. Like yeah,
0: or The Fox and the Hound. I last time I tried to watch that, pouring tears pouring within tears, like five minutes
2: of the beginning. I rewatched that at twenty two, and I was sobbing like a little baby. <laughs> I, was like, I can't do this. Man. It's so
1: sad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the
2: The worst thing that I've revisited in like the last couple of years is uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> And there is a character called the Child Catcher, who will if there if there's a, a an island where run by a blonde German man, who is oh, afraid geez. of children, and he he rounds them all up with a guy named the Child Catcher and locks them in like this giant barricade underground. And I was like, how are kids watching this? How is <laughs> yeah. this a movie for kids?
1: I feel like. Uh, do you feel like stuff these days with kids is more sanitized in terms of that stuff, or do you feel like? It's still brutal in a different way, or do you feel I like real life is more brutal now?
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what? Maybe it's maybe maybe it was kind of like, hey, the world is messed up. Here's just like a little like drop of it for you, right? And maybe they're not being prepped with that now. I don't. But think... it's also just not as good. Like the quality has gone way down in, in kids' movies and television. I actually have noticed that too. Yeah. Like a lot of like children's programming,
2: especially, is very. It's almost lowbrow. Sure, like it comes off as kind of
0: second fiddle. The writing is not like clever at all. It's just kind they're, of like they're writing nonsensical. down
3: I, that's you the Have thing. you seen I Yo it? Gabba Gabba? I actually <laughs> oh, done that though. I
0: actually I've that. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. <laughs> they had the best guest stars, man. Oh, they absolutely did. But I mean, you <laughs> know, this is beat of the day. <laughs> S- Sesame Street would teach you how to like count and rhyme and stuff.
1: Yeah, I love Sesame Street, but I feel like the animated stuff that comes out these days a lot of the time, because Hollywood is so obsessed with this four-quadrant model, so it's boys, girls, kids, adults, mm-hmm. a lot of, um like, the anim- animation that comes out, I feel like, can be enjoyed as adults, and, and is less geared towards kids, like, I'm not... I don't imagine that I'd go to like WALL-E as an eight-year-old and understand the messages that were happening, but an adult, I would be like, yeah, let's, let's do this. I
0: saw that as an adult and
2: I was very I won't depressed. I it. I was just, just like,
1: oh.
0: I, re- I actually really like all those Pixar movies. I think they're, they're
2: great.
1: Yeah, they are great. I, I'm not
2: so much a fan of like the latter day ones, like Cars 3 or any of that shit. I don't need to see. But WALL-E, on the other hand, I was like robots in love and also fat people. <laughs> great uh, message in as, so, <laughs> as social social people comment- are horrible that's all I, <laughs> that's
0: all I left from the movie dear,
2: I know I appreciated the social commentary mm-hmm. about that about how lazy and uh, like integrated with technology we've become I of course love it'll Pixar
1: be- but I can't watch them they make me too sad
2: they are very gut-wrenching movies gut-wrenching. most of the time <laughs> uh, Jenna has gone on the record as saying that uh, Pixar movies are emotionally manipulative
0: <laughs> sure <laughs> And
2: I, I
1: was like, I this. don't want to ugly cry and get a migraine today. Like, I just want to watch a cartoon where I laugh. Every
0: time I see a desk lamp tilted this way, <gasps> I want to slit my wrist.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I won't forget. I, we, um, was it when Toy Story 3 came out? I, I, a bunch of adult friends were all in our <laughs> mid-20s. We were like, yeah. we should go see that. Toy Story 3? Yeah. Tears. We all, yeah, time. exactly. We went Is to the Is that
1: the, the one, one with the... the- into the, with the fire. Yes. yes. Okay. With the
0: fire and I didn't watch he's it. got the box. He's yeah. giving all the toys when away. When he gives the box away. Dude, I was falling apart and my sisters who could give a, not give a shit, and they're texting, and I'm just, like, oh. sobbing. <laughs> just sitting there like, you don't understand. No. Well, because they don't remember, like, <coughs> Woody and Buzz like we remember.
2: Right, right. I had, a like, a, a Buzz Lightyear action figure because it looked like the real Buzz Lightyear. And because you
1: love action figures.
2: I don't. That's the thing. I really don't.
1: You have your Star Troopers, though.
2: Don't you dare tell people about my Star Wars toys.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, I had a Buzz... Action figure, like a, like a foot tall, maybe. That was the one
2: that and I And I would go to bed with it, but yeah. it would like like pinch, the hard plastic it like pinch my skin. It's say
1: it's hard plastic, but I just
0: loved to Buzz. So. Did it have like the working sound effects and all that? I think so. I think it had like the wrist that opened up with the repulsor ray that didn't work. See, that's super it didn't cool. Didn't work in the movie, so right. like, I, you don't care that it doesn't work in real life, right? <laughs> right.
2: I always liked that uh, you could buy an action figure of Buzz Lightyear, and it already came with like Andy written on the foot, and I was like, you yeah. know what? It's my job to write that you motherfucker. Don't you do I don't want Andy's secondhand Buzz Lightyear. I want the Carl action figure. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Pixar. No. <laughs> we are about
1: positivity here and we love Pixar.
2: No, I just don't like feeling feelings. That shit's rough.
1: That is rough. Well, that's, I've said, I've gone on the record that I do not like to watch things that make me feel feelings. Really? Yeah, like... And yet she watches I'm, a where, bunch of
3: things.
0: Where do you things. prefer to get it from?
1: Wait, I actually prefer to, like... this. The stories I make up, I feel like are... I call them nightmare fairy tales, but it's mostly, like, supernatural worlds that are just adjacent to our own because I feel like it's very bizarre, but I write horror because in the world that I'm writing, I can control it. In the horror that happens in the real world, like that's why I don't like um like torture porn movies or like kind of gory gruesome movies. Like there's enough horrible stuff going on in the real world that I would much prefer to write about vampires.
3: Like oh,
2: you love that, slaughtering
1: that shit. Slaughtering witches. Or, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I want my horror and my my fear to come from stuff that I know can't actually happen. Yeah. And I very much like to um, control. Is gonna, God, I'm going to sound so like I'm in therapy it's right okay. now. But, Bring it on. Uh, That's what this is about. <laughs> Pod, pods are therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone knows that. All um, therapy is positive. If a, you're getting it out. A running theme, I feel like in a lot of what I write, is the control over death because death scares me so much. <laughs> I like to be able to control it, also in a fairly brutal way, but I get to say what happens and, and I don't like the the complete randomness of actual mortality.
2: I'm appreciating this level of uh, sincerity and honesty because we've we've unwrapped the Moses Rockwell of uh, future hip hop fame, uh, Source Award winner, if you will. <laughs> His life got five mics. Um, I just want a UPN award. <laughs> there
3: you go. <laughs> just reaching for the stars.
2: Um, and my man here, he's he's looking for you know just being real and being honest and whatever. And you're running from death. What is the theme for my shit?
1: I like that yours is all about being completely 100% yourself because I feel like a lot of rap that I've listened to, and I haven't listened to that much, is a lot of posturing. Sure. So it's like you're completely brutally honest. I am completely wackadoo off in the other direction. <laughs> you, I feel like.
2: I'm gritting my teeth already.
1: I don't know. What do you think? What do you think is the theme in your work?
2: I don't fucking know. I don't, I've had people say that my stuff is about the search for meaning, like deeper meaning and all I think that.
1: there's a lot of sad hilarity.
2: I, I yeah, <laughs> sad Like, you're very hilarity. funny,
1: but it's always funny in, you know, uh, a way that's about sad things. Yeah. Finding the humor and the tragedy. I'd say that's yeah. actually accurate. I'll take that. All right, that's
2: fair. Teeter Topple was definitely that.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: And, I mean, Beastie and Evermore Falls definitely have bits of that coming soon, who, <laughs> your hands computer hopefully hopefully <laughs> interesting we're uncovering new things all the time and poor Moses is just playing with the cats i like this cat <laughs> i also, cat.
0: I also really want to read teeter topple i feel
2: like a i gotta
1: asshole. get you a copy yeah, for sure you
0: know after this i'll get you a copy okay for sure <laughs>
1: Any, but I didn't mean to diverge off topic we were talking about Jenna
2: likes talking about herself
1: oh, oh I she, want I want to hear
0: about Jenna
2: oh, see
1: he's a nice person <laughs> you see you
2: have to understand now you're adopted family <laughs> you'll, be, you'll get greeting cards from us at the holidays and all that you were be...
1: talking about your album from the bottom up so how long does something like that take in a perfect world
0: I mean I started it like a year ago mm-hmm um, I hired a illustrator to work on the cover. Her name's Alexandria Mockby. She, do you guys know her? Uh-uh. She's from around town. She's really dope. Her And I just kind really,
2: of... Really? You're reaching out to other people? You know, sorry, you know dude. Oh, no, I'm not messing with you. I'm so messing me with just you. just hooked <laughs> me up
0: that Sandman. Which was a pleasure, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, I don't know, hopefully... Maybe spring of next year. Cool. So what what's that? Like a like a year and a half? Maybe? I
2: feel like yeah. that's actually like that's even for, for like a whole a, album. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's a lot of material.
2: And you're producing all the shit yourself too, right? I'm trying to. No, I hmm. don't you denigrate yourself. <laughs> I've heard some of the beats and all that and uh they were legit. Cool, man. Thanks. God damn it! You're so chill. <laughs> like if I had one iota of your chill, I feel like my days would go by so smoothly. It wouldn't. I wouldn't have like major crashes and self esteem and like self deprecation. Oh, you
1: should see him stomping around this apartment. Are you fucking kidding me like,
0: right now? No, I totally get get in that mode too. Like, uh, cause sometimes you just can't get it out. You yeah. know that it's in there, but it's like, you know, why am I unable to to get it out of my body? Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it happened to me the other day. It was, like, the first, like, bit of free time I had. I spent, like, four hours and wrote, like, two bars. And they were, <laughs> and they were horse shit. <laughs> Isn't that the worst, it's though? It's so
1: frustrating because you're like, it's so good in my head and it's so shit on the page. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. That's my
2: favorite thing in the whole wide world, but not really. When you're like, I've got the time to do it, so I should be doing, the like, the dopest shit I have. Uh-huh. And you're like, and then do you guys find
1: that you can turn it on in like let's say you have you're like i know i'm gonna be free from 2 to 3 p.m tomorrow can you turn it on like that because i can't
0: normally normally if i like set aside the time and and do everything i can to make sure that the when to tomorrow comes around yeah that i've like have had coffee maybe some food that no one is in my house <laughs> <laughs> Just unplug most of the electricity, right? So you right. Can just
1: like dial right in and just get to it, mm-hmm. and you're good. Yeah.
0: I, it, it you know what matters. helps is get is getting rid of these for a
2: while.
1: Oh, the cell
0: phones. God, yeah, man. Yeah.
2: I, that's what I've been doing. I've been like, if I'm running low, I'll put it in the other room to recharge it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But like, I always better have tunes playing. Sure. Because you gotta have a soundtrack when you're working.
3: Uh huh.
2: But I don't. I don't think I can actually just turn it on depending on what I'm doing. Because like, I'll wake up at six in the morning. Uh huh excuse me, and sit right at the desk because Uh I've got all the pages penciled. So I'll just sit and like ink until, you know, fuck all o'clock. I don't care. But I feel like sitting down and penciling, sometimes it's like pulling teeth. You're just like, okay, how does this work? Like you gotta, sometimes you're figuring out bits and pieces, but, but when you're, when you're on and you're on,
1: I feel like that's the best and the worst part of like creating anything, especially if you've been doing it for a long time, is the frustration that comes with, I've been doing this for a decade plus. It should be easy by now. Right. And it never is. The guilt. The end. guilt. But when you do get the thing that you're looking for, you're like... I fucking did I <laughs> I'm a decade plus in. I kind of I kinda feel like I, I
2: might be subscribing to Moses Camp where I'm just like, I I don't
0: I don't really particularly know if I did, but Well what's the Malcolm Gladwell math? Ten
1: thousand
0: hours. hours yeah. Like you probably can achieve that in a decade. Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm. I probably have already. Yeah. I just, but sure it doesn't three, mean that I'm I've,
0: sure all three of us have, but you still like might have a bad day and think like, what the fuck? Like, what do I need? Like $20,000? <laughs> yeah. I need double that. And, and then also all the hardships. I do it. And you know, performing like live performance is uh, weird too, because it's like maybe totally have hit my Malcolm Gladwell time with that too. And I can still bomb on any given night. Right. Like I probably bomb like four out of five shows. I'm Come not on. kidding you. And it's like how do I still not have control like over my body when this is happening? Like but at this point you should like be at a certain level of professionalism or whatever, but not no, is know that what that's you like.
1: is that the audience? Is that like the inner like it does it depend on the crowd or it's are you exactly just like this is exactly. I I won't
0: blame but... the audience if <laughs> necessary.
1: <laughs> You're
2: blaming the audience. <laughs> I think that. Um, I mean, I, as a dude that was in a band for a while
0: and did all that damn thing, do you enjoy playing live or is it? No, because, because I get too worried about it. It's really? really hard. Like I just opened for Ghostface over the weekend. Yeah! We got to talk about that. So my man just opened for Ghostface killer, but I couldn't really let myself enjoy it because it's like so big, such a big room. So T- many man, people, right, too right. legendary. I don't belong here. I oh, you I had imposter syndrome. syndrome. So heavy. <laughs> <laughs> who, who am I to open up for Wu Tang? You
2: goddamn Moses
0: Rockwell, motherfucker! But
2: what it's does not that you mean? Then
0: who? <laughs> yeah.
1: You who, know? Who, who do you think it's might be? might as well be? You? If You're it's not, great.
0: if it's not you, it's gonna be me. I'll step up to the mic. I mean,
1: did you? Was it? A, did you feel like it was a good show, or were you?
0: I think it was great. I mean, totally wasn't necessarily my crowd. They were just waiting for Wu Tang to start, and for I totally sure. get it. It wasn't horrible, right? But like you know. I should have, I should have enjoyed it, you know. Right. And I tend to not let myself enjoy things because I'm, I'm too worried about how it might go. Do you have any pre-show rituals?
3: Ooh,
0: crying.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: yep. That was one of the things uh, when I was doing uh, Warp Tour back in the day. I was there was so many bands that had like pre-show rituals like we all a beer, or we all do a shot of whiskey, or we all run around like crazy <laughs> because we're straight edge and. None of that actually made any sense to me. I was just like, I'm gonna go out and I hope to God by first song this shit
0: sticks. You know, I think really what it is is you have to psych yourself up to to look forward to a show. Yeah, you know, okay, you have to trick yourself into thinking you want to do it. I mean, as a dude that's seen you live, I can totally understand like that vibe. But
2: you you also, I feel like when you're on stage, you're just legitimately enjoying rapping. Some if if I feel like I'm being enjoyed, it's much more enjoyable. Sure. So what what we gotta do is pack the house of people with Moses signs, foam yeah. fingers. we just Everything. Gonna, <laughs> we we just gotta make them feel it. Yeah. Feel it.
1: Feel it. I the the thought of of a live crowd and like the unpredictability that that brings gives me the nerves. Like I very much prefer sitting in my corner with my headphones on, just writing on a piece of paper. Like the the fact that that it's so you don't have any control over any of these people and what they do or what they say. I mean I'm sure there's a, a huge high that comes with that, but also just like the pukes. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Well you know what it is? It's like you make all this stuff when you're alone. It's all yeah. very personal. Yep. And and then you're like, now I have to
1: show it to people? Fuck <laughs> that. This and is for seen me. in front of them while I do yeah. it.
0: Like
2: at least
1: with a book or something they can read it in their house. I don't have to see it if they hate it and throw it in the fire. Like Yeah. You know, like I just man, that takes a special kind of courage, I feel like that i don't possess it's tough most Ooh. has
0: it he opened it for Ghostface. <laughs> yeah. well, some people like a lot of the people that i do music with are total hams like they love it they love the attention they love the opportunity to impress people
3: mm-hmm.
0: and
1: uh do you feel like they don't think they'll ever bomb
0: right it's like and they don't because they've got that
2: invincibility
0: th- thing yeah, yeah they're like impervious to embarrassment <laughs> Not everyone is built that way, though. Man, I want that for comics. I just want to be
2: like, yo, Bulletproof, get out.
1: That's the name of my new band, Impervious to Embarrassment.
0: (laughs) That's
2: pretty sweet. (laughs) I feel like they've got a couple synthesizers in that group.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, The real question, though, is have you ever played a show drunk? Most of them,
3: yeah, yeah, my man. And it's
0: usually an accident. Like if I get put later in in the like the schedule, uh-huh. I'll accidentally drink too much because I'm just nervous. nervous, right? Yeah, and I'll just be like tanked. And I mean, I'm i I'm very sensitive to alcohol. I don't drink a lot, right? But right. I, but I'll uh, kitty come up. Usually not. No, she's totally good. Feels great. <laughs> I love those claws in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Usually, I'm I'm not in the right state of mind like in i'm not in the perfect like happy medium i'm usually not drunk enough or maybe like i've had a couple too many of whatever Uh i uh i always made a point like before getting on stage to like
2: throw back a few sure like in that moment and like realizing halfway through the
0: set and be like oh this is the worst idea ever too late now fuck it let's go well it's really like when you get to that point where you don't give a shit yeah that's usually when you have the best luck Yeah,
2: Yeah. yeah 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 Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I, there's a word for that, and I'm gonna get it wrong, but it might be it might be satori. It's like a, Google
2: that shit, kids.
1: I, I could be wrong, but there, <laughs> is, a, me, there is a concept where like you reach a point, alcohol or no, where you are in a zone,
0: like a runner's high kind of thing,
1: sort of Good where comparison. it's just like nothing. You know what you're supposed to be doing, everything is going well, and everything goes off without a hitch because you're not thinking about it. Right. It's it's automatic and it's perfect.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: If there was a way to do that without being blind, stinking drunk, <laughs> <laughs> I would like that all the time. Uh, my ego would appreciate that to the nth degree. Yeah. And uh, you'd get way more dope shit from me because I wouldn't have like long, dark periods of the soul. Sure. I can that? have
1: one drink. I can have one drink when I'm ready to loosen up and get out of my own head but mm-hmm. any more than that and everything is terrible and then I have to delete it in the morning <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: the definitely least. not a good for like creative time
1: no yeah. no nah, Perform- maybe, performance, maybe coffee yeah
0: yeah I've, I've got to that point before in performances it's rare but like I, I know the feeling yeah I I've guess. found
2: sitting at the desk I can't do it inebriated or anything I'm just like you gotta focus you gotta have your head in the right place but like Painting, on the other hand, so much of that is like fluidity and just like basic just vibing off of what you're doing, like you can do basically
0: anything, oh. and it'll be like,
2: I discovered a bunch of shit, <laughs> but that yeah. might just be like
0: stupid art school shit coming in like well, it's wow. in your body, it's like it's like cooking without measuring, probably yeah, you're just like you know, this is... De- it's more artisanal. A, yeah. A little saffron right here perfect. <laughs>
1: well, it's true. Like, he'll have a page penciled and I'll be out here working for an hour maybe too and he'll come... He'll be like, come in and look at this thing I did and it's like a full gorgeous fucking stained glass window that You know what I mean? Like,
2: lies. Her check is in the mail. <laughs> the
0: Sistine
2: Chapel. Yeah. Oh, that's me in a nutshell. The Sistine Chapel but done through guilt. <laughs>
1: We should, uh, we should see what uh, Moses has for a trifecta. All
2: right, so we're uh, closing and getting to the end here. So uh, we are getting down to the wire on the trifecta. The... What is the trifecta, Madeir?
1: It is something we are digging that we are watching, that we are listening to, and that we are reading.
2: So as for watching, Mr. Moses Rockwell. Are
1: you watching anything that you're really into these days? Can be I, old, new, anything. I
0: don't really watch a lot of things. You know what I just started trying to watch is the uh, the Peep Show?
1: I've with, never seen that.
0: David Mitchell. Oh, that's the uh, BBC show, right? Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Is it? It works on me. I do like dry British humor, so. Mm. Yeah, I think it's my fave. Could be my jam.
1: I love dry British men.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's true.
1: She's going
3: to leave
0: me for alignment. It's fine. It's fine. I have a thing for Idris Elba. Oh, because he's perfection? He's just... I just want to be him.
1: Oh, gosh. He's so great. What's your,
0: uh, what's your
2: favorite uh, Idris Elba performance?
0: Uh, Luther. Yeah. Luther's, you know God what? Um, let's. Can I do Luther instead? Yeah, absolutely. What I'm we'll do Luther. Luther then, is then I'm going to do Luther. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get all up in that.
2: It's he's so good. He's like the new actor, though, where you throw him in anything, and he's got, like, suddenly this... Level of credence where it's like it doesn't matter what he's saying, I believe it. He crushes like, it. He throws him in anything. Like when he was in the wire, I was just like, Yo, oh, I didn't he's... Know he was in the wire. Oh. oh yeah, he's in the wire. Cool, and he's dope. I have
1: at least a <laughs> dozen Luther gifs on my phone. Gifs, gifs. Yeah. When nobody, of the just whole him world like making awesome faces. The of whole him breaking, breaking the door about how disappointed he is in people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> his uh, his specific room speech will still get me yeah. about the canceling the apocalypse and all that
1: about how today it's our independence day.
2: Nope, that's a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that though. Your candor is lovely. What are you uh, watching?
1: What am I watching? Uh, what am I watching? You're oh, all okay. So, I am. I really like Korean horror.
0: Oh, movies. those are scary movies.
1: And they're, like, bonkers as fuck, right? They, so, they
2: always find, like, new ways to fucking scare me.
1: We ended up watching uh, Train to Busan a couple of weeks ago, and I ma- I'd meant to watch it forever mm-hmm. ago, but then I finally, finally, finally watched a movie that's streaming on Netflix called The Wailing, mm-hmm. and it is about a policeman, and there's a rash of kind of people getting sick slash infected, committing murder, and then going catatonic and dying. And his daughter gets infected and they, they think it's a demon. They think it's a devil. They have a shaman come. He does this like bonkers ritual. It is so out there. And I watched it and I was like, I'm not sure what's happening, but I know it's gorgeous. And I know it's creeping me out, and the like. It ended, and the more I thought about it, the more I liked it. Uh-huh. And and I um, I loved. I think I loved it. So it's called The Wailing and it's on streaming on Netflix. And you guys should all watch. I know I have a few friends out there who told me to watch, it, and it's great.
2: Mm-hmm. I, uh, I I watched half of it, and they strung the tension so tight, <laughs> I had to <laughs> listen. It didn't have enough space and lasers for me. Uh, I I'm gonna have nightmares for that shit.
1: It's it's great. It's I love. I gotta. I have some more I need to watch. So Korean horror is what is what I'm doing right now.
0: That's your shit right now. It's huh? my shit right now. K horror. Okay. Right. Oakja is really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. That's is actually on our list. So we, good. Uh, we really want to watch that. If you're like a animal person, though, it's a little bit tricky to get through. But but I get that. As far as like Korean films go, yeah. I uh, I dig the director. He did uh, Snowpiercer, right? I don't uh, know.
1: Yes, he did Snowpiercer. So good. she she
0: know.
2: she's okay. the expert of all he that.
1: She did. He did.
2: Uh, and I'm watching the Venture Brothers uh, for the...
1: Which is on in the background right now, on mute.
2: 300th time, apparently. Um, is this like the box set? N- no, <laughs> we just got a season. S- streaming, apparently.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Uh I think it's a great show because it's, it's show. literally two guys that write it. And it's got better continuity than most Marvel comics. <laughs> and I just appreciate the uh, sardonic wit.
1: Doc, uh, Doc Hammer and Jackson Public. They're dope dudes. They're great.
2: They can be my friend. You
1: introduced me to Adventure Brothers and I love it. So
2: You were—you took to it like a, a moth to a sexy flame. At least once a week. <laughs> I'm like, can we
1: watch Adventures?
2: Good shit. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah I, I get her to watch cartoons. It's the trade-off.
1: Um, uh, so what are you listening
2: to, Ace?
1: I don't have anything for listening to. Can I say Moses Rockwell?
2: I mean, you can, but you you were also listening to some jam in the car the other day. Oh, my God. Okay. She has to admit this.
3: I want to get this on record. I put this on
1: Twitter if if people follow me. But I was driving home from work the other day, and, you know, work is work, and it's soul-sucking, and whatever. It's fine. And I'm sitting uh, on 490, and what comes on? part-time lover by stevie wonder damn right (laughs) and i was like
0: stevie wonder does is great
1: it turned my whole evening around i was dancing i was singing i'm pretty sure somebody like looked at me crazy when i was going by it's a good and then he pointed out that hollow notes totally ripped it off for man eater
0: yeah oh the
2: yeah yeah.
1: the whole the beat exact exact same the same
2: chords the same cadence Holland & Oates ripped that shit off. Those so
1: sons of bitches.
2: Uh, I, you know what? Part-time Fuck them. I love Holland & Oates, but at the same time, uh, I ain't into
0: that.
1: But yeah, so Part-Time Lover was my jam this week.
0: What a great... I love that man. <laughs> right? So I saw him in, at the Niagara Center yeah. years yeah. ago. He still got it, He played. He? he? didn't play any songs that I like, Like, but it was like the greatest thing I've ever seen. Right. Just because he's
2: so good at what he's he just does. He's amazing. I, I
0: just like that he's got like 400 albums nobody's ever listened
2: to. <laughs> I mean... Like, he's got the essentials and then people are like, yeah, play that one song. He's like,
0: un- here's another song that you've never heard. <laughs> he's
1: like, fuck you, I'm not playing superstition.
0: <laughs> well, like, unfortunately, he didn't really survive the 80s. Yeah. Mm. No one did. It was just no the worst did. time for anything.
2: No yes. one got out alive.
1: Fashion. Everything. Books,
2: movies. movies, cocaine made it up, pronounced. <laughs> <often.
1: laughs> what are you? Uh, what are you listening to?
0: I was actually going to ask what uh, Moses was listening <laughs> to. <laughs> so the girl I'm seeing just put me onto this band called Valley Maker. Yo, they're good. They I forget the name of the album, but it's so good. It I've
1: never it, heard of these guys. What kind of music do they play?
0: It's like singer songwriter, new wave... Folk stuff. Okay. And it's just do you, really do great. Do you dive deep into like the new indie rock scene where it's like
2: that new, it's almost yacht rocky where it's kind of chill but also it's got like guitars? Yeah,
0: I like the more simple um singer songwriter stuff, like just a guy and a guitar. Like, yeah, that's yeah. like my favorite shit. no yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because it makes you feel things, you know? I would have never guessed that listening to your
3: shit. Yeah.
0: Well, Man. I mean, there's a lot of great rap stuff. um That dude Milo just put out a record. I called, love that new record. Uh, who told you to think? I think I have that on my desktop who right now. Who told you
1: I, to think is a great title. Yeah,
0: he, he's great. And uh, there's an MC named Decca, who okay. I think he's from like Denver, originally, but he's like a, a New York guy. Mm-hmm. His new record is called "The Way Through," and it's it's great, worth checking. Decca,
1: okay, cool. Um, he
0: has um, like a series of of animated videos on YouTube oh, by this artist named Stephen Murrens. I know Steven Murrens. No shit. Yeah, yeah. I've seen his
2: work before. Dude, top yeah. notch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tops. Worth checking out, kids. Absolutely. Man, I feel like the hardest motherfucker here tonight because <laughs> I've been like going back to my childhood. Don't,
1: don't even because you two are very sensitive gentlemen. I'm the hardcore one
2: here. <laughs> it remains to be seen. Is that, is that yours?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: my, my listening to for the week has been, I'm revisiting Ice Cube's early discography. Of course Sweet. you are. Uh, no, I sorry. Uh, but uh, specifically Death Certificate and The Predator. Sweet. Uh, uh-huh. The Predator, I, listen, I've been angry lately. I've uh, been a very
1: I'm, angry baby.
2: And I don't want to listen to hardcore music. That's my literal go-to. I'll be just like, uh-huh. give me a breakdown and cut the shit, start the pit. But like, I don't feel that way anymore. Uh, but Q, before he started making like goddamn family films, his shit was tight. And... Yeah, with
0: the with the bomb squad.
2: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. my man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Violator especially has like some political undertones that I was just like, I'm feeling this shit right now. Yeah. Um,
0: and he, you can tell he's spitting like he is mad on half those songs. You know what sucks is a lot of that stuff can people can still be making songs about it in the exact same fashion.
2: And oh yeah, absolutely. But we're not getting that right now.
0: Yeah. Like that's hip hop at moment. It's not
2: so politically conscious, it's not so socially aware. It's like we've talked about. It's
1: It's funny how, how far we haven't come. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. and it's
2: a huge bummer. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah. people that do, you're just kind of like are are y'all paying attention to this shit? Yeah. Um but you know, I dig it. Can uh, I just take
1: a real brief please. intermission here to say, do you have tacos on your socks?
0: These are taco socks. they
2: are taco
1: socks. <laughs> Again, my man. I just wanted, just wanted to ask.
0: Yeah, I'm just like a gangster rapper.
3: I
1: life. love it. I love it. <laughs> I, I got. See, it. He's wearing royal blue socks with tacos. I, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I fully appreciate that. Uh, so, kid, what are you? Uh, what are you reading? In
1: these oh, days? okay. So, this is something. Uh, this is a series that I read over the course of a few years. Um, because I haven't read anything new lately, but there's this author named Kevin Hearn, and he wrote a series called the Iron Druid series, and it's urban fantasy. It's about a druid. I imagine that.
2: You're reading urban fantasy. It's about a
1: druid named Atticus O'Sullivan, yep. and uh, yeah, he lives in, like, Arizona, and he's, you know, each of the books, like, one book he deals with, like... Thor and Loki and then one book he deals with like Does the
0: MCU have the clearance on that? Blurred. This series was recommended to me on Goodreads. Was no shit really? because I finished like a shit ton of books like with Thor and Loki in the modern world like yeah. reading, doing what well, I'm sorry for general. No, yeah. no, no,
1: no, it's fine. I, and,
0: I think that's actually awesome. That they
3: were recommended
1: he to He you. runs a like a a witchy-type shop with, like, herbs and crystals and stuff. But really, he's this, like, thousand-year-old druid who gets right. visited by, like, Celtic gods. And he gets into all sorts of shenanigans. Like, one book, he's dealing with a coyote. Like, he lives in Arizona. Like, a dude that's coyote, the god, the trister right, god. Right. And then there's one where it's witches, and there's one with Thor and Loki. And it's just, like, it's a ton of fun, and he's a very good writer. His name's Kevin Hearn. It's the Iron Druid Crown. I'll let you borrow it
2: fantastic she has actual books it's not like kindle shit <laughs> she likes to turn pages i like to hold yeah. books what about you my
0: friend what are you listening to reading whatever what are we on reading
1: reading. Yeah, reading
2: um
0: i'm always like bookmarked in the middle of like 17 million books same you are like me in that regard because yeah. i can't just pinpoint it I any. Mean, yeah. well because you know it's just they're so accessible and you're like uh What do I want to read tonight? Are you you a Kindle or a physical reader? Oh, I have a huge book hoarding problem. (laughs) 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 I'm
2: impressed. Anyone who has a book hoarding problem, is not a It should be said
1: that the first place that Moses was drawn to in our apartment was the bookshelves.
0: It's very impressive. And that's not even a quarter of it. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) But you know, what I'm reading and enjoying a lot is um, Richard Iawati's second book. It's called The Grip of Film. And it's just hilarious. It's he created this character named Gordy Lechure, who's just like a like a jock blowhard asshole. Yup. Who's who's um the book is like a glossary of terms and they're all based on like just the most like cliche bro movies of in history, <laughs> like Roadhouse and Terminator. Just you know <laughs> right, right. those aren't necessarily horrible movies, but they're not like
1: I didn't know he was an author. Oh, too. Yeah, yeah. I oh, have no he's idea.
0: Author, director,
1: everything. He's
2: too- are you a fan of uh, like the IT Crowd or his movie Submarine? Or anything like he that? is probably like my favorite human. Being. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. mine too. Oh, mine too. <laughs> so, Him and like Taika Waititi are like some of my favorite creators right now, just because like they take a piss, but they're also so serious about it. They're, they're so brilliant. smart. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's that's why I'm drawn to it. I think I'm
3: just yeah. like
2: if
0: I could just be as smart as this dude, I don't care how <laughs> successful my career is. <laughs> I, I, if anyone <laughs> listens
2: understands the uh the level of brevity when i say that moses rockwell is in fact the richard iowa <laughs> that's pop. perfect that's so
1: good it really is true too so yeah, that's yeah. the best part that book sounds great
0: oh yeah definitely get it it's okay. it's so funny cool
1: um, i had no idea he was an author
0: you're gonna pump my second, amazon second wishes. book too he has one before that called ayawati on ayawati come on he's basically interviewing himself for like this much book and it's it's just so funny it's just it's just amazing like how far he's willing to go with like a long form bit yeah. mm-hmm. he's just he's brilliant. i always
2: found it funny that were you ever a mighty bush fan yeah i i found it funny that like in real life one of his best friends is noel fielding
0: yeah yeah because noel
2: fielding is like I feel like I would be your Noel Fielding. You, if I you were in the world, are Richard Ayawade, I am the Noel Fielding. To really that. enjoying. You this. have like the quiet
1: yeah. intelligence, and he's got like
2: the loud, <laughs> boisterous. <laughs> quiet, like, check out my cha-cha heels. <laughs> Bullshit without the fantastic hair. Obviously, oh uh, gorgeous man. Oh, he's a gorgeous. Man. He's, he's got very, that, like very nice uh, English chin and nose combo that I'll never be able and those to. Those
1: baby blues.
2: Oh, he's a handsome. He's a handsome bastard. But I feel like that would be like the team up to end all team ups. Amazing. I will always find that amusing that like those two guys are like BFFs in real life. It totally makes sense to me. See, you're a much more introspective guy than I am.
1: What are you reading?
2: I actually, uh, I I just finished this a while back ago, but it is The House That Train Built by... As in Train uh, the Band? No, as in Coltrane uh, by Ashley Kahn. Mm -hmm. It is about the story of Impulse Records. I would recommend this to you if you haven't read it yet because I know you're a jazz head, Uh uh, much like me. It's super good. It's very, uh, it's not too chronological. It's very much from the inception, but also with a bunch of anecdotal stories about like sessions and what have you. Um, Uh,
0: Of the impulse?
2: Yeah, yeah. of like the early days of impulse, like all up to like, I think it's Crash, if I recall correctly, basically when they started losing money and all all their dudes started leaving for like gigs with Columbia and shit like that. Um, but it's a damn good read. Um, I like scrapbook uh, kind of compilations about like record labels. Uh-huh. There was a really good one about Sun Records that was put out a while back too um, that I'd recommend, but The House the Train Built is... It's quintessential, as far as I'm concerned. Cool. Yeah, I'm just, totally into that. I'll, you know what? You can have my comics. I'll let you. I'll let you borrow that shit. <laughs> you guys you come can... like, a with of books. <laughs> it's not the worst thing. You come over to Team Slide's house. You, you with right. like books and comics and shit.
0: <laughs> you know what else I've been looking at is those um those that cartoonist Jason. He all his stuff is published under Fanagraphics.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah. He it's like an anthropomorphic. Is that how I say that? Like yeah, yeah, like the world is animals. Mm-hmm. Like the people are animals. What's what's the name of the book? He's got so many. There's one called Hey, wait. Yep. There's no, I know. Hey, comma, wait. Yeah. Yeah. There's um the uh, the low moon. I remember the low moon well all of it like I I totally like ripped it off the internet but it's just it's just so great well you've been digging deep last time
2: we talked you were digging deep into like Spy Seal and Mobius and shit like that so like you're
0: into that European influence kind of comics shit right now I guess so you know why? I think that Spy Seal reads very British and it just seems like really like Sophisticated in some yeah. way, and I feel like a little gentleman when I read it. Oh, no, <laughs> I was
2: flipping through the, the comic <laughs> store the other day, and well, actually today, um, and I felt uh, like it was the most posh thing I could have picked up. And I, was,
3: <laughs> I, was, like, I was like, I was looking at it, and I was so, like, well, I have
2: you. Batman, and I have these like muscle books, and I have this, that, and the other thing, and I'm like, and here's spy steel. Hold on, will I put my monocle in my eye?
0: <laughs> the guys at the shop give me a lot of shit for it. Really? And I'm the only one who gets it. So they like get the they, one copy coffee, they get spice one coffee and put it in my folder and
3: like get this out. So <laughs> you, you, you
0: actually have a pull list and all that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I appreciate that. I still haven't been able to bite the bullet on a pull list at all. It's a commitment. Yeah, and yeah that might be if you one. don't come get it. <laughs> I, I still haven't done the deed. And then I'll look, show up to the store and be like, why don't you have this? I'm like, well, you should have got a pull list. Like, well, oh.
3: yeah,
2: I don't know. I drop books left and right.
0: Yeah, you could always do that too. <laughs> a lot of times I'll go in and I'll be like, Okay, I don't want
2: these. Right, right. I know it's on my poll list, but yeah. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that.
1: Well, yeah. All right. So, so on the 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 low-key promotion thing, is there anything you'd like to tell anybody about? Where can they find you?
3: Yeah, like where are can you on the internet? You? Are you Um,
0: yeah, if you just go to com, it'll just take you to my mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um and, yeah, all my stuff got yanked off of Spotify because I stopped paying my TuneCore bill. So, you know, <laughs> just, go on, just go to mostrockwell.com. All my music's there. Um, I just put out a single called Pants with Gary Cracker, my, like, rap partner. It's mm-hmm. dope, too. Um,
1: that's really it. That's great. That's perfect.
0: And Miss Jenna, work in the
2: whole wide world find you so they can tell you that they disagree with you?
1: I am <laughs> uh, at Ace Jenna on Twitter and then, you know, my name, Jenna Wright, on, on Facebook.
2: And uh, Miss Jenna is underselling herself uh, by Christmas Eve. She'll have a book out for you to read.
1: It's going to have witches and stuff in it.
2: So, you know, keep your Amazon wish list too and don't ready. Don't worry.
1: Probably vampires and werewolves.
2: Uh, you can find me on Instagram at my name, Carl Slominski, or at Twitter at at Kid Reverie. Don't at me, bro. I don't give a fuck. <laughs>
1: Moses, thank you for coming on. It has been a
2: sincere pleasure, my friend. If you guys haven't checked out by the end of this, any of Moses' shit, I'm coming to your house and beating you senseless. (laughs) And
1: until then, until he shows up and knocking. Shut up. Make stuff.